Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Shamila Dana, and I am the lead podcast interviewer for Pomozi. Pomozi Creatives hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth project, and this series spends some time with inspirational women who were nominated for the 2021 awards. She could see into my soul. I'm speaking with Bethany Norris, who has been nominated in the category of community for this year's Pomozi Inspirational Women's Awards. Bethany is the absolute definition of a superwoman. She's the kindest and most considerate individual and would go to the ends of the earth to cheer up anybody having a bad day. From volunteering with new mothers to leaving a care package on your doorstep, there's nothing this woman won't do to help her local community. Welcome, Bethany. Hello. Tell me a little bit about yourself and the work you're doing in the community. Um, well, I'm just a normal mum. I've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, when I had my six-year-old, um, we used to have the Shore Start Centres in Portsmouth. Um, and I found them really helpful because I had quite low moods with my little girl. Um, and then, unfortunately, the funding was reduced. Um, and because of that, there were less facilities around for new mums, which I thought was very disappointing. Um, then when I had my second one, I found out about um, breastfeeding helping. Um, and I really wanted to get into it to give back to something that really helped me. Um, so I became a breastfeeding um, helper for BFM for about four years ago, for about two years. And then since then, I found out about Homestar and um, how you could run playgroups um, for people around in local communities, which was essentially what I'd been given when my little girl was small. So I started to help with them. So I've been... Um, going with them for about almost two years perhaps um, after my training um, and then I also helped with another group which was for young mums um, supporting them with the nurse partnership. I think that community groups that help mums are amazing. Yeah. I had my first child last year Yeah. during lockdown and it has been, for the most part, a very beautiful process. But I felt very left out because yeah. of not having any baby groups. And I have also been breastfeeding. So when I oh, wow. am talking to you, I'm feeling like this is a woman that is really needed in the community. How has it been during COVID in terms of supporting mums? either with the breastfeeding journey or the work that you're doing with Homestart or other community groups. How has that changed or how has that been impacted by COVID? Um, I mean, most of the groups unfortunately had to shut down. We weren't allowed to carry on with our playgroups. Um, we were asked if we could put ideas onto our Facebook page in order for other mums to see really easy ways of playing um, that you could do from home just to sort of open up you know um, people's 
minds and I don't know even from corn flour and water and just doing a bit of messy play at home can go a long way with a child and keeping them entertained and it breaks up the you know one hour walk in a day um so every now and again I would put on if I saw something I think at one point I had dinosaurs that you could put into balloons and then fill with water and then put them in the freezer take them out and then you can like dissolve the ice with salt and it's just a really fun toddler activity um and especially when it was sunny it was it was a lovely exercise to do outside um we then progressed to going back into our little play groups um, and we would just have to really be careful on sanitising. Um, it was a lot smaller, the groups. It wasn't as creative, so we just sort of had to try and do the best we could. But it was so lovely to see everyone's faces and see the children playing again. And I think that overall with COVID, a lot of the teenagers, adults, everyone shielding, and even you know new mums like yourself, we've all had an impact in some way or another. But children in my head uh, they've just suffered so much with lack of you know communication with one another and playing and all the things that are so normal to them just are gone and I just think that they really I think after Covid it will be really lovely to go back into a group and be able to give back and be able to give more knowing that those children need that little bit extra from you and they need a bit more socialisation, they need a little bit more creativity, they need a lot more messy play, and I can't wait to go back, I really can't. Um, but yeah, so as soon as, as soon as I can, it'll be exciting to go back. And what inspires you? Um, I think the mums around me, to be honest. Um, there's a beautiful mum who I've... I've been a mum friend for around Southie with and she actually now works for Homestart her name's Amy Baines and I just think she's the most caring mum and I just think that she sort of highlights other mums around and I think it's mums helping mums not bashing them because we're all doing the same job we're all raising our babies as best we can we do it a little bit differently and that's okay because that's the way we do it and that's that shouldn't be bashed we should be supporting other mums and just helping them along their journey and empowering them to do what they can do with their little ones. I totally agree with you. And when people ask me what 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 has been the, one of the disadvantages of having a baby during COVID, or advantages, I always say, well, I haven't had criticism from other mums. Yeah. And it is a big thing. As women, we sometimes yeah. do that. Why aren't you breastfeeding? Or why are you using yeah, that particular totally. brand? And it is important to, to recognise that we are all on the same playing field. 100%. Because that can really impact on a mum's mood. And if a mother's not feeling happy, how will that baby feel happy? How will that child feel happy? And to criticise someone for just doing a good job, you should really be just, you know, giving them encouragement and telling them actually you've done a good job you've got through the day and that's hard enough so anything you've done extra if you've done the laundry if you've done a bit of hoovering good on you absolutely and that is so true and uh, for women that are listening to this podcast that are pregnant or have just had a baby it's really powerful 
um, to to absorb the words and the sentiments of it's okay yeah. if you haven't done the laundry. Yeah. And I okay. remember when I was heavily pregnant, I thought, oh, I'll be okay. I batch cooked. I had everything in order. And then two weeks into it, and you, I just didn't have enough sleep. And I remember thinking, it's okay if you yeah. don't change out of your pyjamas. You're yeah, doing your so best. Is. It so is. Because they're, they're, they're happy. They're thriving. And as long as they've got what they need. And I think as a mum, you tend to just... Your needs go on the back burner massively. Like, sometimes I think I remember I didn't have washed hair or, you know, <laughs> makeup. Wow, I couldn't even remember putting on makeup. Now I love putting on my makeup because I think, actually, it's like a treat. It's like a treat to myself because I have the time, I can do this, rather than shove it on in the car and make myself look like I'm, you know, trying to be fit in with the other mums. I just don't really care about other people, and I think that's probably the the strongest message to get across to other mums is if you're walking onto that playground, if you're walking out onto the street, just don't pay attention to other mums because actually you're doing a great job just doing what you're doing. Absolutely. That's amazing. And tell me a little bit more about the care packages that have been left on people's doorsteps <laughs> and how that came about. Um, that was just random. So my mum, bless her, loves gardening. And she'll teach me about my garden and, like, our thing was always sunflowers. And they represented um, my little girl, actually. So she's six and when she was born, my mum gave me a bunch of sunflowers. And then every year since then, we've bought sunflowers or we've planted sunflowers and we see how big they can grow. And if you cut the top of a sunflower off and um, leave it in the sun, you can dry it out and take off the top. And then you've got seeds for the next year. Well, I actually had a massive pot full of seeds. And sunflowers, to me, represent something really sunny. I look out my window and I think, what a lovely, lovely thing to look at. And when you've got a bunch of them, wow, doesn't that feel good? And it's just bright and it makes you feel good. So I had all these sunflower seeds and I just thought, do you know what? There could be hope at the end of the tunnel. And it was back in, I think, sort of March, April, I'd started to do it. And I thought someone can grow a sunflower out of all these, you know, sunflowers that I've got. And if they get one sunflower, then that could make their day just that little bit. So I started in cellophane bags, packaging them up and then getting my little ones to draw rainbows. And then I would stick them on the front. And then I would go to friends. It was mainly friends and family. Um, and I've got a friend, old friend of mine, she's a nurse. And I know that she took the decision to not stay with her little girl and her little girl went to her dad's because she was a nurse and she didn't want, obviously, any harm to happen. Um, and I can imagine being a mum, if I was away from my child, I, I couldn't even bear it. So, you know, a lot of people have made a lot of sacrifices and just doing something nice for them was enough for me. So I would pop round the house and leave the seeds outside their door and then I would chalk outside and draw rainbows and things like that and just little messages. It was nothing out of the ordinary, it was relatively cheap or free to do but it felt good being productive and doing something that would make someone smile that day. That is it's so inspirational <laughs> and it's so amazing and it's a small act of kindness but it goes a really long way especially, I think all of us have had 
our own battles during COVID and to be able to put a smile on someone's face and usually it doesn't even cost much just to be a kind person yeah. like, or even cost nothing really. So what you've been doing is amazing. Thank it's, you. It is absolutely amazing. Thank you. And how important is it for women to support one another, Bethany? Um, recently, I think probably the most important thing um, I actually broke up with my partner just before lockdown um, after being with him for almost 11 years. Um, I I mean, that was a battle in itself. Um, it's my kid's dad and, you know, I broke up the family home essentially um, for no reason. It was split on very, you know, sort of terms. It's just, it was a challenge and it was a change and it was a big change and then all of a sudden, the normal ways that you would do with a breakup, maybe you would go out with your friends and socialise and this, that and the other. And I didn't have any of that because I couldn't. It was stripped from me and I had to deal with it head on and it was really, really mentally quite challenging. Um, I had a friend who reached out for me to me from college um, and she offered to use me as a guinea pig for her PTing. Um, so I actually lost weight during lockdown and I've toned up. And I am strong mentally and stronger physically because of her. Um, and she just did it because she could. And I'll never, ever be able to thank her for what she did for me because I think she saved me a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, you know, and then going back on the dating scene is just a thingy in itself. And when you have a bit of rotten luck with guys, because they can be mean. <laughs> um, the girls have been there and they've supported me and I dance with Ronnie, um, with Neptune Girls and we all empower one another and pick each other up and I don't think I'd be half the woman I am if it wasn't for all of those girls in my dance team, my dance teacher and all my best friends and even when my friend had her dad in hospital, she was there for me. Um, picking me up when I was down dropping me flowers because she thought I needed a bit of a pick-me-up. Even my mum, like, just, I think women can be so unbelievably tenacious and powerful and just helping one another is incredible. I agree. I agree totally. And something magical always happens when women support one another and help one another and shoulder one another. And during this time of COVID, hopefully we'll be out of it soon. We can't do what we would normally do if we had a breakup or a bereavement or we've had enough of the mm. kids and we just need a coffee break or yeah. a chat or a glass of wine in the pub with your friend. We can't do that. But women are so resilient. We're so adaptable. And we always put other people first. Mm. I... I always believed that, but I've only really recognized it since becoming a mother myself. Yeah. And you just naturally put, well, naturally, I think women put themselves at the back of the line. Yeah. You'd be the last person to bath, the last person to have your tea, the last person to buy something from the supermarket, or if you go shopping, it's always other people first. Yeah. And 
but I think collectively we could put each other first. And I think that is amazing. And I think that's what you're doing with all the work you're doing with young moms, with children, and even with leaving care packages outside someone's home or drawing a rainbow. And you are amazing. Absolutely amazing. What's one thing that you're going to do for yourself after COVID? Um, I don't know. I don't really want anything. I just, I, I just hope that I'll be happy. Um, I've been doing a hairdressing course. I hope I can carry on to getting to level three. Even with COVID, I've somehow managed to model through my level two. Um, I don't know. I don't need anything. I think COVID showed me that I don't need anything. I've got everything that I need. And that sounds corny, but it's true. I agree totally. And if you don't have it, you probably don't need it. Exactly. I agree. And is there anything that you're not taking with you after COVID or you've already said, I'm not having any of that, whether it's an emotion, whether it's um, a relationship, a friendship, um, whether it's even just something in your home and you've said, I don't need this, I want to declutter. Is there something you've left, let go of during this time, during the last year? Um, being truthfully honest, I have signed up to Talk and Change because I'd quite like to get rid of my anxiety. Um, once and for all, I'd like to kick it in its ugly head. Um, and I'd like to believe that I am a beautiful person inside and out and I don't believe it and I think we're our own critics and it would be nice to be able to go yeah actually I'm alright, I'm doing good well done, well done and mental health is something that's um, in the forefront of everything that we do and you already off to a good note because you're saying I don't want it Yeah. I don't want it and I just want to tell you a little story or an exercise that I'd like you to do after this podcast and to all the women that are listening now. If you can do it, just do it. So if you had, if you have some money in your purse, for example, take out whatever it is, £10, £5, £20. I want you to take that £10, for example, and talk to it and say, hey, listen, £10, you're not worth anything. I can't buy a pair of shoes with you. You're just £10 and you'll stay £10 and I don't need you. And I want you to take that £10, Bethany, and I want you to throw it in the bin. And then I want you to ask yourself, does the £10 now become £5 because you've thrown it in the bin? Or is it still £10? <laughs> it's still £10, isn't it? Yeah. So no matter what anyone calls you or says to you, you still remain valuable. Your value doesn't change because of the situation you've been in or whether people discard who you are. You still remain valuable. The £10 that's in the bin or the £20 Still remain, I can come and pick it up and say, Bethany, you've thrown away 10 pounds, but I can use that 10 pounds. I can buy baby wipes, I can buy this, I can buy that. So the value doesn't change. And your value doesn't change whether someone likes you or not. Your value doesn't change whether somebody 
thinks you're less of a person, you still remain you, just like that money that's been thrown away. So to the podcast listeners, please, please, and you know, all the, the women that are listening and men that are listening, you are valuable and you are worthy and you are priceless and one of a kind because you can't be replaced. <laughs> and just because someone doesn't see your value, it doesn't mean that you're not go you're not valuable. So please, Bethany, when you go home, just if you, I know these days we don't often keep money in our purses, but just visualize it and say, you know, you don't change who you are. You are still beautiful. And I'm not surprised that people have nominated you for a community award. And I would like to thank you for all the work that you're doing within the city, the children you're reaching, the moms you're reaching. Happy mom means happy child. And... Thank you so much. No, thank you.